and welcome to Osborne Clark's Future of Financial Services podcast. This series is inspired by our annual Future of Financial Services Week, which is coming up very soon, where we explore challenges and solutions in this rapidly changing sector. My name is Cyrene Thomas, and I'm a senior knowledge lawyer in the Financial Institutions Group at Osborne Clark. In our first episode of the year, we're looking ahead to the Future of Financial Services Week of Events which kicks off on Monday, the 5th of February. For this conversation, I'll be speaking with Nikki Warden and Paul Harris, partners in Osborne Clark's Financial Institutions Group, to tell us a bit more about what we can expect from the week. Thanks very much for joining me today. So I thought we would kick off maybe by asking you, Nikki, could you tell us a bit about the aim of the week? Absolutely. And it's it's called Future Financial Services Week for a very good reason. Um, I think this is our third annual Future Financial Services Week, Cyrene, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and the, the, the reason why we decided to start doing this is because there are so many um, geopolitical, political, economic, uh, social issues that are influencing and driving increasingly fast changes uh, in financial services, these influences are coming from all angles, um, and it was an, uh, the intention is to bring together uh, in one week a focus on how those particular issues are affecting um, various people's businesses, um, as well as our own business. Actually, um, when you when you start thinking about things like technology changes, um, so uh, it, it's it's. If anything, more needed now than it was three years ago, um, because I don't know about you, but I feel as if the pace of change is speeding up even more. I absolutely agree. I think we're all looking ahead to a pretty busy 2024. I know we say that every year and it seems unbelievable that it could be even busier, but I think I think that's where we are. Um, so this year, the event is going to focus on four key themes. We've got artificial intelligence and data. We've got regulation got marketing and ESG, so environmental, social and governance factors, and we've got fundraising. So Paul, could you um, share a bit about the thinking that lay behind choosing these themes? Yes, um, thanks, Arian. Um, I think the truth is actually, we could have picked any number of, of themes or topics in financial services, given how broad it is and how many issue, how many issues our financial services clients are facing at the moment. However, picking those four topics and those four themes that you just outlined, and um, the re the thinking behind it was actually based on conversations that we've been having with our clients, or the constant conversations we have with our clients, and in particular, the more recent conversations we've been having in you know in 2023 and towards the end of 2023, regarding the issues that they are thinking about the most, and that are potentially impacting them the most. You know, if I just pick out one, for example, artificial intelligence, I think we're seeing in the media more generally, um, you know, everyone think beginning to think about how can we utilize artificial intelligence? What are the pitfalls? What are the benefits? And financial services businesses are no different. So actually being able to talk and discuss and, and work through some of those issues in, in an open forum is one of the key things that we hope everyone will get out of the future of Financial Services Week with a better understanding of some of the things they need to think about going forward. 
Thanks, Paul. Um, yeah, they're definitely really interesting topics to me, and I'm really looking forward to joining as many events as I can. So I know each of you are speaking at one or more of the sessions that are going to be running. Um, so I was wondering if you could each maybe give us a brief taster of your session or sessions. Maybe if we go to Nikki first. Sure. Um, so the way we're doing it is we're doing two in-person days. Um, that one is Tuesday the 6th and the other is Thursday the 8th of February. And Tuesday the 6th will be a regulation day and Thursday the um, 8th will be a fundraising day. I'm involved on Tuesday on the regulatory day and actually it's um, I'm dealing with, I'm also involved in the sort of marketing and ESG themed webinars. Um, so on regulatory day, I'll be talking about the end of buy now, pay later question mark. Um, are we at the, the end of buy now, pay later? Um, and of course, for those um, in the know, that has a lot to do with um, consumer credit reform um, and all of the lobby groups and external factors who want to bring buy now, pay later into regulation, as indeed does the FCA and Treasury. And I think it is the right thing to do to bring it into regulation. But there are different ways that you can do it. Um, there's a way that's been proposed by Treasury. And the question mark is whether the way that's been proposed by Treasury would actually bring an end to free buy now, pay later products. Um, so we'll talk a bit about that and about the, the wider context as well. And then my, um, my involvement on the Friday is in a webinar around um, green finance and what is holding it back. And again, there's a lot of discussion here um, about consumer credit reform, but also we will have Caroline Saul involved, who is a projects lawyer, who obviously gets involved in green finance, if you like, from the other perspective, from the infrastructure perspective. And um, so she knows a lot about the market. Um, and so we'll have that two sides of the coin uh, in that particular session, talking about the market and then how we get green finance out there to, to businesses and to customers. Uh, so I'm looking forward to both sessions. Great, sounds good. And it sounds like some really interesting perspectives coming to the table there. And Paul, could you tell us a bit about the session that you'll be giving? Yes, of course, yes. So I'm also presenting um, on the final day on the Friday of Future Financial Services Week. And I'm presenting a session called Financial Promotions Using Social Media. And I'll be presenting together with uh, Gabrielle Thornton from our uh, commercial team, who is a, uh, an advertising regulatory specialist. Um, and together um, we'll be looking at from a financial services regulatory perspective and a more general advertising regulatory perspective, what are the expectations and obligations on firms when they are seeking to uh, market their services and their products using social media? Um, what are the pitfalls and what actions have the regulators, both the FCA and ASA, been taking in order that the industry um, meets the expectations that they have for compliant advertising using, using social media? So it should be a very interesting session and very topical as well. Absolutely. So really looking forward to all of those sessions. Um, and I thought it might be nice also just to get your views on what you are looking forward to most about the week. Um, maybe, Paul, um, if you could um, go first. Sure, yes. Um, so I'm a, I'm a payments and regulatory lawyer by background, but um, interestingly, um, what I'm most looking forward to is the actual in-person uh, event, the uh, the fundraising day uh, on the on the Thursday, uh, and that's because 
um, as a as a regulator and, and payments lawyer, I obviously get involved in a number of different you know uh, projects on behalf of clients. But a lot of the time, I get involved in transactions where I have excellent colleagues who who obviously deal with the corporate side of things. Um, and I, I hear a lot of phrases and terms and, and issues being banded about, but I'm probably a bit too long in the tooth to feel like I can safely ask questions about them. So actually, I'm looking forward to being in the audience and actually understanding how the the mechanics of a lot of you know what we do in terms of fundraising actually work and get a better understanding so that we can you know help understand and guide them through uh, tricky issues. Yeah, it's going to be super interesting. It's interesting that day, Paul, isn't it? Because I was just looking at the um, the order of service. We start with venture debt, then financing fintech loan book growth, then equity fundraising, and then fintech exits, private equity, IPO, and M&A. And then a panel session, I think, with some industry representatives to talk about the market a bit more, uh, the market trends. So I think it's going to be a really interesting day, that one. Absolutely. And in fact, it was the Venture Debt 101 that especially caught my mind yeah. um, mm -hmm. right at the beginning of the day. So shall I talk about what I'm excited about, uh, Sarah? Please Nothing do. so glamorous. Uh, being a, uh, a regulatory lawyer by trade, I'm really looking forward to the regulation day. Um, but one of the reasons for that um, is not just because it's in person. So I get to see lots of my um, clients and uh, network and people that I've known for many, many years uh, in, in financial services, um, but also because we have some guests coming over from the US um, from a firm called McGlinchey, who are going to be talk about, talking about expanding into the US. And I went over to the US um, last year and went to a, a consumer finance conference there, and I was absolutely blown away by how different it is, and yet how similar Cyrene in the US. Um, so I'm hoping to see a little bit of those parallels uh, drawn um, in their session, um, second week of February. And and I think just, just to add to that on the regulatory day, I'm particularly looking forward to the PSD3 and open finance and the uh, impacts of MECAR sessions, where we're going to have a more uh, international um, panel of speakers and actually we'll, we'll be able to get a bit of an understanding and possibly do a bit of a compare and contrast between where we are in the UK on payments and crypto asset regulation as compared to where our European colleagues currently are. Absolutely agree with all of those. I think one of the brilliant things about um, having an event like this, which has you know can go across a couple of days, is being able to hear those perspectives from other people across our firm, so different teams, international offices, people from other firms. So as you mentioned, the US, Nikki, and then external speakers, obviously financial services, the sector is just, is really broad and it takes a lot of us to advise our clients as, as well as we do. Um, so it's always great to have an opportunity to hear people speak about their, um, their expertise. And so I'm very much looking forward to joining you at many of these events. So if you'd like to join us for any of these events, please do register online. You can just search Osborne Clark Future of Financial Services 2024 and sign up that way. And we look forward to seeing you there. Thanks very much for listening to the Future of Financial Services podcast. You can subscribe for future episodes wherever you get your podcasts.